Okay. What is up, everyone? This is Ricky, also known as Ricky the Subs Guy, and I am here with my brother from another mother. His name is Michael Will, and he is sipping on some cold green tea right now with lots of ice. Lots of ice, man. It's I don't care what the movies tell you. If you don't have ice in your drink, you're not a man. I prefer green tea uh, cool, cold anyway. I really do. I let it cool off, leave it in the fridge for like three days, put a little bit of sweetener in it, and I can just sip it more often. It beats the having to, oh, I got to heat this up, or I got to bring my kettle to work with me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's oh. just so much easier. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man. <clears throat> I, uh, I have a rant. I forgot what it was. We're going to talk about some stuff and see if it comes back to me. Okay. All right. But, uh, Shall yeah. be done. Yeah, because last week it was my, my rant. It was. And if you're a parent and you're offended, you're still not going to get an apology. <laughs> but, uh, so, without further ado, guys, let's go ahead and get started. guys so i just remember what my rant was freaking about and it's because i was reminded last night and it pisses me off that so many people are being fear-mongered by this whole coronavirus thing all bullshit that it's like oh my gosh it's gonna and you know what it sucks if you have coronavirus there's a good chance you might die good chance it's like a 98 98.5 uh survival rate no exactly there's no good chance no, there's a good chance if you get the coronavirus that, um, yeah, if it, you're this old. is why I'm going to the rant. <laughs> okay. Because if you have the coronavirus and it's caught by a hospital, you're, you're too late. Because by the time the, the CDC, this is what pissed me off. The CDC just now uh, expanded their criteria for the coronavirus. So the man that was here in Tampa that was diagnosed, which is why employees from my hospital had to go into quarantine. Okay. It was because the CDC's requirement was... Oh, you didn't travel outside the country. You can't. You can't get coronavirus, dude. Then the CDC finally said, "Oh, let's expand it." Oh, hey, I know you've been in this hospital for a week and breathing on everybody around you. Now you have coronavirus. You didn't have it before, but now you do, dude. The CDC. Now you know I'm in the <clears throat> supplement in the natural field. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of us think the CDC is a joke. Oh, 100%. The CDC is a joke. And a lot of um, Trump's haters saying, oh, he fired this person from the CDC. Hey, say what you want. We need to just get rid of the CDC completely <clears throat> and start over. They are all useless. Now, this this is the same CDC mm-hmm. that allowed somebody that was supposedly in, where, where the Ebola virus broke out, yeah. let them get on a plane and go to Dallas. The yeah. CDC wants us all to have the viruses. Okay, The CDC is... Full of utter shit. Oh, they I do not care. Example. They do not care. There they girl, want you to get diseases. A girl flew from Italy with her sister, came mm-hmm. back. In New York, she called the CDC, said, hey, I'm not feeling well. I just traveled from Italy. Do you think I have coronavirus? The CDC said, no, go ahead and fly back to Tampa, Florida. Yeah, they're fucking Why do you morons, think we have dude. the coronavirus in Florida now? Dude, it's because of the CDC. I seriously wish Trump would just get rid of the whole <clears throat> CDC. Get Just fire everybody. I'm like, okay, let's start over. Let's do this the right way. Mm-hmm. All right, because they're, they're completely, they're, they're useless idiots. I'm sorry. And you know the media's trying to blame this all on Trump. It's all Trump's fault. Like, yeah, it's Donald Trump that started a virus in China that's spreading. And to be honest, how bad can coronavirus be? <clears throat> Which is something that the media won't tell you because they're useless, too. How bad can it be? 
when Lysol kills that virus. Yep. Turn your can of Lysol around, and one of the viruses that Lysol disinfects and protects you from is the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fucking ridiculous <clears throat> it's, how much yeah. media attention this thing is getting. It's 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 just like a new strain of the flu. That's like, all it is. Yeah, you know, some people are going to die from it. 98.5% survival rate. Mm-hmm. If you're old and you're about to die, yeah, it might kill Which you. Which is a, a few of the cases that were in Washington. They but, were geriatric. Yeah, and the flu itself can kill you. Yep. The flu symptoms are 20 times worse than coronavirus. It all depends on when it's caught, how you are treating it, and what you what health have. you are yeah. in. Exactly. If you're sickly and about to die and you get coronavirus, yeah, that's like the nail in the coffin. Yeah. It's like a boxing match. If the guy's about is, if one guy's getting his ass beat and he can't see, he's dizzy. His legs are given. Yeah, that one punch might just knock him out. Nope. Yeah, it's bullshit. Dude. But you, all, you might also have bullshit. somebody who looks like they're healthy, take one punch to the temple, and they're gone. Yeah. It just depends on each person. But, like, to be honest, I'm not scared of the coronavirus at all. Because I've never been scared. As long it. as you wash your hands and, 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 and do your basic. Take showers twice a day. Take, yeah, just do your basic, like, wash your hands, don't breathe on people. Just don't, like, respect people's spaces. And make sure that when you shake people's hands, if you do, that you're just conscious of, of hey, did I just pee? I've got to wash my hands before I shake this yeah, dude's hand. Probably a good idea. To, yeah, to it's a great freaking idea. Yeah. And, um, but that's my thing is, like, the government, like, and the media. I th- I'm more mad <clears> at the media than actually the government. You know, I, I, I expect nothing less, less from the from media. The media. Yeah, at this point, I'm do. like, you know what, screw it. I, nobody free. listens to them anymore. Nobody listens to the media. See, I disagree with that. So why are people in such a panic if nobody listens to the media? I mean, yeah, you're right in that sense. I think too many people still listen to the media. I, I like, even a lot of the anti-media, pro-right-wing people say, oh, nobody listens to the media. Bullshit. Look at fucking Sam's Costco right now. You can't even get toilet paper. So there's no way on earth you're, people are going to I know. I'm on my that. last roll, bro. I'm going to have to, like, wipe and wash. Like, man, man. Look, well, you gotta do what you gotta do around the drain. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think too many people still, and young people too. Oh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to them. I make my own decision. But every decision you're making is what they're telling you to make. So no. <laughs> oh, I also remember what my other rant was going to be freaking about. All right, what's your okay? Other rant? First off, going back to this, Ron Swanson's philosophy: minimal government, minimal government entities, CDC, FBI, who apparently doesn't do their job well. They're useless. All these freaking government entities. Is, is like the freaking Romans. You saw the Romans at the peak of their existence. They were amazing. They were great. They were men. They were women. Then they got Nothing soft. else. They didn't have 63 different genders. Then they got soft. And then what happened? Man. The Roman like, Empire is no longer here. What book have you been reading lately that, 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 you're, that you're seeing all this? Bro, I took a gender studies class in college. No, you didn't. No, no, no. There's a, there's a book that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. What's, so, what's that book, bro? Hard sure. times create strong men by Stefan Arnio. Yeah, the Roman Empire ruled until they got soft and they got what's that word? Tolerant. Yeah, and it's amazing when you look at it. And he's like, when he maps it out, you're like, whoa, whoa. he's right. And when he even mapped out like the basis of male and female relationships. Yep. And when he said some of these things, I'm like, whoa. Like there's one thing that well. This is getting off on another tangent. I don't want to go there. But this book... Because when you go off, we talk about something else for like 20 minutes. Because this book has gotten me super... And I've seen it at work, too. Where, like... I, I just remember before, like, I would joke around with people. Yeah. And then while I'm reading this book, I'm like, you know what? I don't it's need to put up with their crap anymore. It's true. Yeah. So, like, somebody said something last night. And I'm like, 
and she called me. She she said I can't even remember what she said, but I said, okay, that's not funny. Get to your point. And she was like, uh, she got to her point. And the rest of the night, every time I called, she's like, hey, what what's going on? What what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. Like, it was beautiful professionalism. Yeah. And the book is completely right. It's about when men take. And I was lacking a little bit too. I was getting a little lax at work and I realized that I needed to step up and just be like straight to the point. Be like, no, yes. And and you know what too? He brought up in the book. In fact, very early in the book, he was talking about like men, it doesn't matter whether we're happy or not. At Like at our jobs. Like if that's our job, just do it and do it to the fullest because that's what we're supposed to be. What this whole softening of the generation and you know you got to go find yourself and yada 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 he's like no just do your work <clears throat> like in the beginning when he talks about uh the millennials that work under him and they were like oh this isn't my dream and he had to set them straight okay this may not be your dream but this is your job and this is what you are supposed to do you and come to work it may get you to your dream exactly it will it can get you to your dreams especially if you're willing to put in the work that it takes to get to your dream like we have not just, I mean, millennials get a lot of shit, and rightfully so, but it's not just millennials. Even my generation, pre-millennials, we, we were the beginning of all this. We were the beginning of the trophy generation. We were the beginning of the, you can be whatever you want just, just because I'm telling you you can. Okay, you can, but, are, but you got to put the work in, too, to get, it's like a marriage, bro. Your dream in you is a marriage, your dream will will constantly be your dream to make you feel good, but you got to do your part to make that to make that dream work mm-hmm. and to make that dream a reality. Yeah. Bro, hard times create strong men, Stefan Arneo. If you haven't read the book, you need to, period. I'm halfway through it. I'm already getting nuggets in. Yeah. And for those of you guys, it's a great book. For those of y'all out there who are like, I don't have the time to 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 just like focus on work and do all this and that. I'm yes, like, you do. First off, yes, let me do. tell you guys, <laughs> You have no more excuse than I do. Yep. Because as Ricky is very well aware, I am on my last shift of almost 150 hours in a row. Yep. Not only was I doing that, but on my past few shifts, after I got off, I had to go meet somebody to sell some product. Not only was I doing that, I was selling other product on eBay. Not only am I doing that, I meet Ricky when I'm exhausted this morning to make a podcast. Not only did I do that, I showed up to work a little early yesterday so I could talk to my girlfriend. I got like four hours of sleep. I'm trying, I'm focusing and making strides not only in my side business in my challenge in my personal life in my relationships but I'm also working and making money striving towards my goals and you know what I said to myself last night I was like man I wouldn't be upset if I went home but then I also said to myself but hey you're making that money that paycheck next week is I'm gonna I'm gonna get that and be like man mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't go home mm-hmm. and we're such a generation where we're like Oh, we want the, the pleasure hard, yeah, now. Yeah, hard to put in the... Yeah, we're becoming an Epicurean society, mm-hmm. like what Stefan Arneo talks about. I used to be that soy boy in college, where I was like, oh, minimalism. I can see how little little I could work off of if I could work two days a week and, and have the other five just to relax and meditate and find myself. I was that soy boy in college, and uh, I learned quick. <laughs> you learn quick. That doesn't work in the real world. Yeah, when I got my first and only ever not- a, a possible eviction notice... Yeah. Yeah, that whole I can only work two days and be fine. Minimalism, I'm not against minimalism. When it comes up to your spending, you know, that kind of makes sense. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, I do I need that or do I want that? You know what I'm saying? That understandable. But 
working the least so you can so you can so you can meditate ninety percent of the time. No, that only works if you're a freaking monk on the top of some Tibetan <laughs> mountain. Okay, we, <laughs> yeah. all right. The real world, none of us are monks. Okay, none of us, none of us, none of us got time to meditate hours on end. You know what I mean? Oh wait, he's about to sneeze. <laughs> Bless oh, you, bro. Bless you, bro. Bless you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. All right, let's quarantine you now. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Actually, I found out at work. Yeah. If I do get corona, it's going to be from work because I've spent all my time there. Yeah. Legit, they have to pay me for all the time that I scheduled, anyways. Yeah. So I just get to sit there and read a book. Yeah. And listen to hard times, great strong men, while they pay me. Exactly. So, all jokes aside, like going back to the coronavirus, like y'all, just just chill. <laughs> Chill out and focus on making sure you wash your hands. Keep your family safe. Keep yourself healthy. If you're starting to feel a little sick, mm-hmm. go to the doctors. If you feel like you see your kid getting a runny nose, getting a fever, at this time, it's okay to go to the doctor a little more frequently than you would before. And go have them checked out. Because you know what? The coronavirus can also live in your body. But I think it was like up to 14 days before symptoms even show. Yeah. So just be cautious. And honestly, it's not that ba- that big of a deal. Yeah. Unless you're in super bad health, of which then you should be, like, extra cautious. If you're the average person, go about your normal lives and just make sure you're a little extra clean and cautious. That's it. me being the SUPS guy, I know some stuff you should be doing daily anyway. And that's another thing, too. Whenever whenever a virus – oh, yeah, that, too. Whenever a virus comes around, everybody suddenly starts to care about their immune system. Mm Mm-hmm. Immune system is something that you should be strengthening every day. That's where so many people screw up. Suddenly, oh, I need something good for immune system. Oh, that stuff doesn't work because I got sick. Well, it's because you do nothing preventative. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you suddenly only buy something for your immune system when you get sick, you still have a shitty immune system. 80% of your immune system, and even though Michael is on the other side, he works the hospital, he, he works the, the allopathic route. You know this as well as I do. 80% of your immune system is in your stomach. So if your gut is screwed up, your immune system is screwed up. So a probiotic. I'm not saying you need to be on one 365 days a year. But at least I say 8 out of 12 months a year you should be on a probiotic. Because you're American. You don't eat nothing fermented. Oh, I eat yogurt. Yogurt in the United States has to be pasteurized twice. That's FDA law. So most yogurts are pretty weak. Um, Korean kimchi is a super fermented food. Yes, it's a little spicy. Man up. <laughs> okay, it's not going to kill you. Koreans, Indians, Jamaicans, they all put spices. They they are they don't get sick nowhere near as much as Americans do because <laughs> fermented foods strengthen your immune system by strengthening your stomach. Yogurt, yes, especially um uh, yogurt uh, like Greek yogurt because it has a little extra strand. Glutamine powder for those of you that train. A lot of people not glutamine because glutamine doesn't always make it to your muscles to help out with the recovery. Take 10 grams a day because glutamine is also very important for your immune system, very important for your digestive tract, and it's easy. Take a a scoop of glutamine. You can put it in uh, orange juice or mix it with a vitamin C packet once or twice a day. I'm married to a school teacher. I get her on 10 grams of glutamine a day. She only gets sick once a year when we first started dating four to five times a year. So like I said, glutamine, a good probiotic. Korean kimchi, fermented pickles, anything that is good for your gut. Fermentation is great for your gut because that boosts your immune system. You could do that 365 days a year, and I guarantee you, you are going to be less likely to get sick because you have a stronger immune system than the average Joe. Mm -hmm. Ask anybody. 
you in the hospital. How many people, Americans, actually eat fermented foods? Maybe one out of like 100. Yeah. Americans don't eat nothing fermented. So you have, you have so, patients who come to the hospital. You have two different types, types of patients, to be honest. You have ones who come in who live healthy lifestyles. <clears throat> We've had men and women come in who are 104 years old walking around like they're in their 60s because they wake up, they eat the proper foods every day. Mm-hmm. They work out every day, or at least they walk or go do something like that. Mm-hmm. They're making sure that they're feeding their body physically to be able to live a long, prosperous life. Then you have the other people who can be young to old who are just like, oh, I, I've been taking 20 pills a day because yeah. my daily routine is I go to McDonald's, then I go home, and I watch some TV, then I go to Taco Bell, and I meet with some friends, and then I go home. And then for dinner, we always go out to, like, a fancy restaurant. I'm like, they're eating like shit, and their body has no good bacteria. No. That and they, is a recipe for disaster. They don't focus on their health. And they come to the hospital. They could be 60. Or they could be 40. I've even met 20-year-olds who come in there who look like they're 50. Because they, they don't like take shit. care of their bodies. Yeah, exactly. And they don't. And it's like, yeah, it's, 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 it's something that, that's weird, weird, weird to talk about. But you can be... And this is where the whole, like, I don't think the whole healthy fat thing has, has a role in America. I hate that term. Like, if you're fat, you're fat. Yeah. You can, somebody can be healthier than others. You still have to work. And to be honest with you guys, like, weight in that is a big, is a big uh, factor in health. Mm-hmm. But I will take a fat man any day who is trying to eat healthy yeah. than a skinny man who, who, eats, just, who eats three double cheeseburgers for lunch. Yeah. Like, yeah, because it's it's about trying to better your health. And once you get on that path to bettering your health, I don't get sick at all. Like maybe once, twice, maybe once every like a year, maybe two years, I'll have one moment where it's just like, and I work in the medical field. So at some point I'm bound to get something. Of course. But the fact that I don't get sick that often working with, with patients like that, like that means that my microbiome has to be pretty good. Yeah. To an extent. I still ate McDonald's last week and I thought of you. I know, because you called me. Because you <laughs> were in the bathroom instantly. <laughs> I did call you. It was like, but it had been a month since I had McDonald's and it was great. Can I throw in a side note? Sure. Real quick before you keep going. If you could eat McDonald's and do not have to go to the bathroom within five minutes, you are in serious trouble. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. continue. That was pretty much it. Yeah. And um, one thing I get every day because I sell supplements... It's usually women that say this more than men, but men say it too. I love it when people come in, well, I'm going to eat whatever I want because I'm going to die anyway. So I think that's a stupid term. I have no problem telling people I think that makes no sense. And they usually look at me like, oh, you know, they expect the, the, the oh, but you shouldn't. No, I'm going to tell you that, that's, a, a, that's not a very smart way of thinking. Because people will treat their cars better than they treat themselves. Yeah. Your car's going to die anyway, so go ahead and put shitty gas in it. Then they look at me like, what? I'm like, you know, don't change out your air filter. Smell that stuff. Your car's going to die anyway. And then they look at me like, why would I do that? So why would you do the same thing to your body? You want your body, and, and listen, if you're a person that doesn't care about your health, by all means, but let this roll off your shoulders because you're going to do what you want. But if you claim that you want to be healthy, but you feed it whatever it wants because you're going to die anyway. And listen, I cheat too. Anybody in the health field. I know pro bodybuilders that, that look forward to Fat Kid Friday just like I do. But let's be honest. Let's use some common sense here. 
You're going to eat whatever you want because you're going to die anyway. Healthcare is not going down no time soon in the United States. And I can tell you one thing, all you Obamacare lovers and, and a Medicare for all, regardless of what Bernie promises you, it's not going to go down. You know why? Because we are a sick nation. Diabetes, $10 billion a year, taxpayer dollars, and it's constantly rising. Heart disease, like way more than that, and it's constantly rising. It's almost like the sicker we get, the more health care is going to keep going up. And you know what? There's only so much we can blame the politicians because guess what? The more of us that get sick, the more they're going to have to raise the, the, raise the cost of all this to take care of all these sick people. I'm going to quote Andy Frisella. He said this on a podcast when I used to listen to his show. He said, it's almost like you have a duty to be healthy to your fellow man. Because the more people that continue getting sicker because I'm going to eat whatever I want, I'm going to die anyway, healthcare is just going to keep skyrocketing. So quit being selfish. Like I said, if you want to be, if you want to feed yourself whatever, okay, do me a favor. Don't get insurance. <laughs> Pay for it out of pocket so everybody else's insurance can stop going up so damn much. It's bad enough the government is involved in healthcare, which is why it keeps going up. Even though other people in the government saying, oh, if you vote for me, it's going to go down. It's all bullshit, people. It's going to keep going up the sicker we get. So those of you that have this, I'm going to eat whatever because I'm going to die anyway. Keep that bullshit to yourself when you go to a supplement store because you because you eating whatever you want because you're going to die one day anyway. Don't even bother getting a fat burner. And this is coming from a guy who sells supplements. Yeah. If that's what you're going to do, it doesn't matter what I sell you. I tell people that if you're not going to change the way you eat because you're going to die anyway, it doesn't matter. You're going to buy a supplement. You're going to keep doing what you're doing. You're going to stay fat, and then you're going to come back a month later and bitch at me because you ain't lost no weight. That's I, your fault. I had a coworker yesterday that I was talking all about food. And so what she didn't know, she was, she was making fun of me for the food that I brought to work. And I, I had Taco Bell yesterday. I woke up late. I went. I got Taco Bell. Took it to work with me. Guess what? Food-wise, is it the best choice? No. But I was still within my caloric intake. And I actually had quite a bit of food with me because I was also intermittent fasting. But she was making fun of me. She's like, oh, my gosh, how much food did you get? I'm like, well, I'm freaking hungry. I haven't eaten for, like, freaking 18 hours. So I ate my food, <clears throat> and she was making fun of me. So Taco Bell like, does have healthier options now. They do. They have a lower-calorie menu or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going at it. And she was like, oh, you're going to go for, go for lunch, too? I'm like, well, yeah, I have some stuff in the freezer here that, that's good for me to eat. And, and then she, she started talking about her diet. She's like, yeah, so I had to get off my diet because I had surgery. And uh, so I told my husband, like, today's the day. Like, I ate all the bread that I could. And then we went out to, uh, what is it, Texas Roadhouse afterwards. I'm thinking the entire time, I'm like, so what you're telling me is that you're going on a diet tomorrow. And by doing that, you ate 6,000 calories. Today to make your diet even harder. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So you're making fun of me. And it's the skewed sense of like people – first off, you need to start worrying about yourself. And if it comes to your diet, like the post you posted on Instagram the other day, you and About Sia, the calories. <laughs> about the calories. I yeah. love that because it's like you lived your whole, your whole week. Oh, I'm so good. 1,800 calories a day. Fantastic. Friday and Saturday, part it up like rock stars. You double it. <laughs> you double it, and then you literally make no progress. You're like, what did I do wrong? Well, yeah. that was a good freaking Bill Clinton I just did. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, um, yes. Yeah, and then on Monday morning, you feel like shit. No shit. 
Mm-hmm. You eat bad Friday night. You eat bad all day Saturday. You eat bad all day Sunday. Of course, Monday morning you're gonna wake up feeling well, like shit after eating Taco Bell. Did have poop? Of course, because yeah. you ate like shit. <laughs> oh, you get what I'm saying? That's why I tell people if you can eat fast food and don't have to run to the bathroom, oh, they're power bowls though. They're pretty delicious and see, I have nutritious too. I haven't had Taco Bell in like two years. So. Mm-hmm. Last time I ate Taco Bell, just what happened to you, I had to go to the bathroom so bad and so fast. I had like a McDonald's-style stomach experience. I'm like, my body was like, get rid of this now. (laughs) Dude, did I tell you my oven doesn't work yet? Yeah. Been living here for a month. They still haven't replaced it. You don't... Why don't you get a small convection oven? It's just you right now. I've got uh, got an air fryer that's coming in soon. Oh, those are good. (laughs) So that's what what I'm going to try to use now. But dude needs to get me a new friggin' oven. Because if if not, I've got stuff in the freezer that I want to cook. Yeah. I've got... I've got so many things I want to do, get but a I, I can oven. Hmm? You can get you can get a convection oven till then. Like I said, you, it's not like you're cooking a lot. It's just yeah. you. It's just me. Yeah, I and Sheena. Yeah, you gotta go. But even still, no. But even still, oh, wow. even it, for meat for you and Sheena, mm-hmm. bro, you could put two 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 slices of steak and still fit in a convection oven, and then you could just stir fry your veggies. Um, no, what I was gonna say is back to the whole calorie thing, real quick. Okay, guys, if you're going to cheat on the weekend, check out my, my Instagram story uh, from a couple couple weeks ago where I'm taking a walk and I talk about that. If you know you put fat on, weight on easily, you need to be smart about when you cheat. If you know that when you cheat, you're probably going to put on two or three pounds, does it make any sense that you're going to cheat for three fucking days straight? Mm-hmm. Come on, people. Let's use some common sense here. You're probably going to cheat on Friday night. Okay. It is what it is. Or stay home on Friday night. Still cook. Go out for one meal on Saturday. Be good on Sunday. Most of y'all are going shopping and prepping for the week anyway. Do you have to cheat all day Saturday, all day Sunday? That That's why I posted that post. Of course you're making your own weight loss hard. And guess what? When you cheat... I don't care how good you are, your body's going to feel like shit for a little while. Why are you going to start your week after cheating terribly for two and a half days? Once again, of course Monday morning is going to suck. You fed your body bullshit Friday night, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Come on. Can we be adults here? That's why in the intermittent fasting realm, I like the idea of... Doing early morning fasting. Because to me, I see it as like a, a, a race. Mm-hmm. I see it as like, if you're like what you're talking about, you eat so good the whole week and on a weekend you party hard. I'm imagining you sprinting your heart out at the beginning of this race. Mm-hmm. And you see the finish line and you lie on the ground and say, huh, I don't feel like it. That's what I'm seeing. Because you fucked up. <laughs> but then I can see you like at the beginning of a race, like you're maybe a little slower out the gate, you're taking off. You're like, eh, you're getting there. You're eating. You, you may have, may have had like a, a little cheat day or something like that. Or, uh, no, sorry, that was completely off from what I want to talk about. But even getting off a little slower out the gate, I was talking about fasting, in the sense of like people do. Um, uh, I think Syed Fitness was talking about fasting, where he does an alternate day fast. Mm-hmm. Like start off fast with, for like the whole day. Yeah, like on your Mondays. I think that'd be a freaking great way to start start a Monday. Is what, fast, fast for the whole day? I say fast. You know what I used to do? I used to fast on Sundays. It's not a bad idea. You, well, this is the thing. If you fast on Sunday, mm-hmm. 24 hours, just water, or maybe water and like a green, when you wake up Monday morning, you're going to feel like ready to go because your body had nothing that it had to digest on Sunday. 
Okay. It had a break. You're going to wake up Monday morning energized. Now, some people don't fast on Sunday because they go out with their family. Okay, understandable. Or how about just go out for breakfast and then fast the rest of the day? You're not going to die, people. Humanity's been doing it for thousands of years. Yep. In America, oh my God, we can't fast. Oh, because my blood sugar. Well, guess what? If you have body fat, what's your body going to do when you're fasting? Oh, damn. Well, might as well just use all this. Yeah, I got fat right here. Why, do you, why does your body store fat? Store fat for during times of famine. So if you fast, your body's eventually going to be like, all right, since you ain't feeding me, I'm going to have to just tap into this fat. But people are like, oh, no, I gotta eat. they say you got to eat every three hours. I disagree with this from a lot of people. If you're fat, I'm going to be real. I'm not even using the politically correct terms. If you are fat and you know what I'm saying, don't, don't be offended. Don't get your panties in a rut. If you're fat, your body can actually sustain itself for days. I fasted for three days a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. I was fine. Dude, I got body fat. Mm-hmm. I'm like 24% body fat. Trust me. I can use some of this body fat to burn. Because, you know, when your body stores fat, it's harder for your body to burn it. Your body's like, hey, I might need this for later on. Force your body to use that fat. Say, you're not going to die if you fast for a day. No. To be honest, you're probably, if, you, if you're overweight, you could probably fast for like a week with no problem. I could easily probably fast for two weeks and be okay. Yeah. I, I'm looking to do that again. I'm looking to fast for another couple of days. It's fun. It's interesting because it takes a lot of willpower. But you will piss like it's going out of style. If you're just doing a water fast, you're going to pee like crazy. You're going to pee like an old man with prostate issues. That's my thing at work is I'm trapped in an office for 12 hours. Oh, I have to bring in like urinal after urinal. Yeah. But it can be done. Can it be. can be done. Yeah, start off this rant, and this is like our old back back to the old days where we just kind of ranting on different about tangents. three or four different things in the same yeah. episode. But I think the lesson for me this week has been from um, Stephen Arnio's book, Hard Times Great Strongman. Like for the men and women out there, mm-hmm. I think everybody should listen to this book. Yeah, we 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 live in a time where people are so soft. Yeah, the people are so reliant on the government, so reliant on. Oh, that was a good one. That was what I heard this morning on the way home. Mm-hmm. Stefan Arnio said that <clears throat> he was talking about the reason why the divorce rates are so high is because women's value upon themselves while they're younger is very high. Because you know what? You're, you're a hot 30-year-old. Absolutely. You can, you can get a divorce, take your man for all he has. And he said that women are now married to the welfare system. That when, when they leave the husband, they know that they they're have the welfare to live off of. Them. Yeah. And that's assuming the role of the man. The man used to be the provider. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I just pissed off a whole bunch of women out there, and they go, oh, that's fine. But, uh, but you know what, though? Stop. Too? Not to cut you off. It's easier for most women to find a job nowadays. Yeah. Women make up 70% of the workforce now. Mm-hmm. I can tell you one thing. The amount of men I know or have known that didn't have jobs compared to women, it's a whole lot more men without jobs than women. The media won't tell you that because no, they're full a lot of, of these men, but also have the idealization more men where like they want than to, women. <laughs> like they want to, they want a specific job. It's like we're talking about with with the book again. How you have this dream. It was talking to the millennials. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean I personally know at least two guys who are like I envision myself as a manager at this firm, and I'm not going to work until I get there. I'm going to apply for every managerial job I can get at any firm, but I'm never going to take anything lower. I'm like. Dude, 
if I got fired tomorrow, I wouldn't be looking. I would be looking for another job in my field. Yeah. But I'd also be working at Taco Bell because I can get a job there tomorrow. Yeah. Just don't eat there. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I won't eat there because I also yeah. got to poop again right That's now. That's what I'm saying. Majority of females I know with college degrees mm-hmm. have a, have had an easier time getting jobs. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of I'm tired of the argument that women bring up like, oh, the the pay gap and equal. I stopped. People bring that up. I'm like, okay, good for you. And then I just I skip over because I'm like I'm sick and tired of this thing. Like, yeah, you can keep throwing that all all, all you want. There is no pay gap. Women make not. more more money than men coming out of college. Yep. There's actually a there is a pay gap between men male graduates and female graduates. Yep. Now the longer you go on, there's gonna be men that will outdo women because men are more likely to put in longer hours. Now, are there women that are willing to do that? Yes. But nine times out of ten, multiple jobs that I've worked, when they need people to stay late, there's usually the men that stay late. Maybe one or two females, but when you compare to the amount of men that are going to stay late to the amount of women, nine times out of ten, a man will always stay late. Mm -hmm. Even married men. That's also spoken of in the book. Women aren't always willing to stay late. And to be honest, depending on what kind of job, kind of don't blame them. It's yeah. dark outside. I ain't walking to my car by myself. <laughs> you know, it's, it's... But I also know some women at work who... Who are, who are gangsters. Like, so, I know some who are pulling... Like, in my job, at least I don't have to deal with patient care. Like, mm-hmm. on my end, I don't deal with much of that. Yeah. But these they're dealing with patient care all night, and they're being slapped at bit at having their fingers bitten. Yeah. Like... And they're pulling six, seven days in a row, 12-hour yeah. shifts. Yes. I have so much respect for them. Yeah. And I think that's amazing. And they're chasing after something, which to me is, is kind of a big turn-on for any man in general. It's yeah. a woman who knows what she wants and goes after it. Yeah. But then to have them say, like, turn around and say, like, uh, well, you still make more than I do. so Which is not true. Yeah. No. Since I got out of the Army, active duty, and reserves, I've had more female bosses than I've had male bosses. So this whole Actually, women are held down, I don't know where that that I have is. never had especially in retail. There's way more female bosses than there are men. I've never had a male boss. Yeah. My boss right now, the owner of of Southern Muscle is a woman. Mm-hmm. My last job, I worked at VDC. The majority of my managers were women. Yep. When I went to the warehouse because they had a website, there's more women in charge than men. So it's Which like what I think is a about? great thing. I don't care but what also sex you are. It's put men, in the work. <laughs> also, I think that means there's a lot more men out there. I think that's also part of the issue. It's not just it's not women's fault at all. I think it's men's fault because there's so many men who are afraid to step up and who think that they deserve the best in life. They're the millennials you were talking about. Yeah. And they're afraid that if they don't get that, they're not gonna be considered men and they put their value in their work. Well men generally do. And they do and they're they're afraid to get to put in the hard work to get to some point in life. They think they should automatically be there. Like, once you graduate college, you're like, oh, I should be a doctor with my own practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and my friend. You, no. And then you run into the other problem, though, not to cut you off. No, sure. Many jobs promote women in fear of that woman claiming, you know, sexism. That does happen. People need to stop acting like that does not happen. When I was in the Army, we had a chick that went from, like, E1 to E7... Okay, military people know that. You know why? Because whenever it was time for promotion, suddenly there was a sexual harassment claim. Okay? Now, am I saying all women do that? No. But it does happen. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it does. When I worked at Macy's part time when I moved here because I couldn't I couldn't find a full time job, the assistant store manager didn't even know how to use the register. So you mean to tell me you made it up to the rank of assistant store manager and you don't even know a system? Mm-hmm. And you and and you bought forty two double D's. I'm sorry, you can't call me a sexist for that. Okay. <laughs> You went up and you don't, and she was one of the most useless women I've ever met. Didn't know where the maintenance phone number, didn't know this. And I'm like, wait, but you're the assistant store manager. (laughs) It does happen. Does that mean every woman does it? No, but it does happen. Yep. It just is what it is. I've seen it in the military as well as in the civilian world. In multiple fields, not just retail. So, hey, ladies, y'all need to chill with that because we do men do respect a hardworking woman. Mm -hmm. Men do respect a woman that puts in the work. Men do respect a woman that doesn't use her sex as a crutch. Mm -hmm. This is also why while I'm at work now. Yeah. If a woman tries to bring up any topic, that's not something that's gender neutral in a sense where it's not like talking about men or women's pay gap or how women should be promoted more than this or whatever it could be in that realm. Yeah. Anything else, I'll, I'll talk with you. Yeah. But if it gets to any point above me just telling you my point, and I, I will literally just be like, okay, and wait till you're done. Yeah. Okay. Great point. Because any further that a man pushes, it's more likely that I'm going to get in trouble, even if I'm completely right. Yep. Because, because you've got a dick between your legs. Just because of that. So men, and it's almost forcing men in the same sense to be like, to try to hide, which I don't think men should hide. No. You, but now we're at the point where women want dialogue. Yeah. And we're just going to be like, no. They want dominating dialogue. They want the dialogue, but they have to be dominant. No. Who's dominant is going to be who's right. I don't care if you're a I woman or a man. There's, there's one I worked with the other night, and, and the whole night she didn't. She thought I was a Democrat. I'm like, okay, I could care less. Yeah. And I'm going on with her ideas. I'm listening. I'm like, oh, yeah, I see your point, blah, blah, blah. And then she brought up this point about Trump and the Mueller investigation. How she's like, "Aren't you pissed that the Russians are trying to interfere with the election again?" Like, hold up, who cares? What? Uh, and I was like, "Okay, look, you're just being stupid at this point." Like, yeah. literally. And she's like, "Oh, you didn't read the Mueller report, did you?" I said, first off, I read the entirety of it and I listened to it, and I have it on my phone right now. If you want me to pull it up." Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, well, I don't care. There was evidence. It said it literally said there was." insufficient evidence and she just kept going on her point and she had to dominate and I said no Kristen stop we have to like at this point like we're not going to get anywhere I'm tired of having this conversation so no it's done yeah and there's no longer anybody with half a brain should know that we're the United States um everybody's interfering in our elections (laughs) yeah You know, China has been shown to have like 60% more interference in our elections than actual Russia. That's actually fact. Mm -hmm. But nobody talks about China. No. Hmm. China. Yeah. But look, I got to go, unfortunately. No, you're good. Oh, but last last two seconds of politics. Thank the Lord that Michael Bloomberg is out of the race. You can get on YouTube, Hulu, and any website now and not have to see a Mike Bloomberg ad. Thank you, Jesus. I had YouTube premium, so I was good. Ah. Love you, brother. Love you, too. Good talk, bro. Yeah, it was. Peace take, out, man. Take care, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Till next time, y'all. Peace. Mm-hmm.